Hey folks, welcome to Rally LA. I wanna stop and thank you, like I always say, for joining us around the word of the Lord. Now, this is answer. You want answer? This is answer. God's word is the answer for every situation. Now, this is part two of a series that we're calling Keep Dreaming. Now, if I had a subtitle, like I said in part one, it would be called Keeping the Original Dreams. And the reason why I say that, because the enemy, he wants to steal everything that is original from God. The original story that God has written concerning me and you, the enemy wants to interrupt it. He wants to hinder us from fulfilling everything God has called us to do. Why? Because what God has called us to do is designed, it was designed for us to bear much fruit. And when we bear much fruit for the kingdom of God, we destroy the kingdom of the enemy. So, that's why the subtitle is called Keeping the Original Dream. And I also talked in uh, part one about keeping the original words that brought you the original dream. I also told you in part one that we can also kind of insert dream for the word horn. For instance, our horn carries the fresh oil. Well, you better make sure that your dream is carrying fresh oil. And again, fresh oil is God's presence on you, God's influence. And I also shared that if you're speaking God's words, the original words over your dream, it's like pumping air, keeping it up, 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 not flat, flat, flat. If I could just, I could share it that way. So it's so important to keep the word of God Pumping into your dream because it's words God, it's God because it's God's words that open the doors for it. It opens up doors for us for us to walk in. It causes opportunities to arise for us so people will see our dream and we'll have favor with people. All right, today I want to talk to you about. Well, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. If I would ask you to tell me in detail about your dream, could you go into detail and tell me about your dream? Let's say I was an investor and I want to invest into your dream. Let's say I wanted to sow a financial seed into your dream and I sat you down and I asked you, can you tell me about your dream? Or let's take it a little bit further. Can you convince me to per, uh, partake in your dream? This is where a lot of people get into trouble. They have a dream, but they don't have the dream written out in detail, uh, setting it in position for other people to participate in your dream. Now, I want to share an example. When we filmed our first movie, The Rally One, 
that was a dream from God for us to make a movie. And I remember when we went into production and we started to cast the movie, I said, God, who's going to play the lead part, Sharka Sr., in the movie? Well, we started to look for actors here in Los Angeles and Hollywood, and we started knocking on some doors, and the doors were not open. And I remember me and my wife were in church on a Sunday morning, and the Spirit of God like walked up to me, and he whispered something to me, and he said, I know who's going to play the lead part in the rally movies. I said, who? He said, Kenneth Copeland. My reply to the Holy Spirit was, well, Holy Spirit, I don't know Kenneth Copeland. And the Holy Spirit said, I do. So, by hearing those words, those words became the original words for that dream. Now I had a dream. My gosh, Kenneth Copeland is going to be in our movies. Now, I didn't have his phone number. I had no one that I could call. I couldn't send him a letter. It's almost impossible in the natural for us to contact Kenneth Copeland. He's a very busy man. I did not know him at that time. But I had a dream that Kenneth Copeland was going to be in our movie. Then I had a word. So I remember writing this down in detail. I remember writing his name in the script. I remember saying, I have a dream and I have a word from God that fuels that dream that Kenneth Copeland was going to be in our movies. Well, long story short, a few days later, me and my wife went to Texas to a minister's conference uh, where 1,500 ministers gather once a year and Kenneth Copeland was there. But watch this, I didn't have to try to sell my dream. I didn't have to try to bring my dream in front of Kenneth Copeland to make my dream, my dream come to pass. No, 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 no. I had a word that was fueling that dream. So that's very important. This will save you from a lot of laboring, toiling, and struggling. I like to say it this way. We don't have to sell ourselves in order for our dreams to come to pass. We heard of some stories, and we even seen it come out in the news not too long ago about women actresses who would give themselves to directors in order to participate in one of their films, or even vice versa. You don't have to do that when you have a word from God. When God gives you a word, that's all the fuel you need for that word, for that dream to come to pass. So, back to the story. We were at this conference, and we had the awesome opportunity to meet Kenneth Copeland's grandson, Jeremy Pearsons. Well, while we were there, he asked us to go to lunch with him. As we were leaving the church to go to lunch, we were walking through a certain part of the church, and lo and behold, Kenneth Copeland walks out of that door. And Jeremy says, hello, grandfather, and he gave him a hug. And Jeremy said, oh, grandfather, I want you to meet some friends of mine from, from Hollywood, from Los Angeles, Rick and Eddie Rayner. And just then, Kenneth Copeland looked at me. He put his finger on my chest, and he said these words, I heard you're making a movie. I said, but it came out of my spirit. I said, yes, we are, and you're supposed to be in it. He looked at me, and he said, hmm, I'll pray about it. 
Well, we said goodbye. He was going to walk into a room where he was going to have lunch. We were going to leave the church to have lunch. But before he walked into that room, he walked back to me and Nettie, and he said, I'm going to pray about it. I said, yes, sir. Well, long story short, he walked into this room to have lunch. Jeremy said, let's go have lunch. Lo and behold, Jeremy walks into that same room that Brother Copeland walked into. We were going to have lunch in that room. Remember a little bit ago I said, when you have a word from God, it'll fuel your dreams. I did not have to try to sell myself or sell my dream to Brother Copeland. Even though I was in the same room with him having lunch, I did not have to get up and go to him and say, Oh, Brother Copeland, would you please be in our movie? Please, sir, please, please. We really want you in our, 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 our movie. Uh, it's a dream of mine. It's a dream of mine. I did not have to do that because I had, I had a word from God. See, you can tell. You can sense someone that has a dream from God or a dream from just from the flesh, from the natural. When it's from the natural, you'll work at it. You'll, you'll try to make it happen. You'll have no peace, no rest. You'll try to prostitute yourself to get what your dream to come to pass. But people that have a dream from God, they have words from God, and they're at rest. Well, long story short, while we were having lunch in that room, I, I seen kind of a shadow walking towards me, and somebody put their hand on my shoulder, and I looked back, it was Brother Copeland. And Brother Copeland said, how fast could you get me the script? Now, this is what I want to get to. Do you have your dream written down in detail? So when the opportunity comes to you to present your dream, they'll bite into it or they'll sow into it? See, I did. I looked at Brother Cope and I said, I can email it to you right now. He says, well, email it to Jeremy. Jeremy will print it and uh, I'll look at it. Immediately, I, I emailed it to Jeremy. Jeremy printed it and he gave it to his grandfather. See, I had my dream written out in detail. Jeremy gave the script to his grandfather. Two days later, Brother Copeland called Jeremy and said, tell Rick and Eddie that I will be in their movie. Now, very important what I'm about to say. If you really believe God has given you a dream, write it out. I'm going to give you a scripture. you got to take your dream serious. Never, listen to this, never allow God to speak to you and you never write it down. If, you have, if God has enough time to tell you something, you should have enough time to write it down. I'm going to give you a scripture to back that up. Now let's go to Habakkuk chapter 2, starting at verse 2. It says, And the Lord answered me, And the Lord answered me, Write the vision. Write the vision. Or you can say, write the dream. Make it plain on tablets. Now, it's amazing how God knew in the future we were going to have tablets. This is a tablet, an iPad tablet. I wrote it down in my tablet. I wrote it down when God spoke to me and he said, Kenneth Copeland was going to be in your movie. If you have enough time to write it down, God can perform. So I wrote it down. Write the vision. Make it plain on tablet. So he may run who reads it. There it is. Brother Copeland read my dream. He read my script. Wow. Brother Copeland read my script. 
because I had it written down in detail. So I'm asking you a question. Do you really believe God spoke to you about a dream? Write it down. Make it plain. Write down what he tells you. Write the scriptures down so you can go back and read it and refuel your dream. It says, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. See, your dream is going to come to pass in the proper time. Wait for it, the scripture says. God is saying, wait, don't be moved by time. I have had dreams that have come to pass very quickly, like the next day or like five minutes later. But some dreams took a few years. I mean, for instance, watch this. Today you're watching Rally L.A. It took 36 years to get to this point. For me to stand in front of this pulpit, for me to stand in front of these cameras, these lights, for me to be on this set, for me to, to, to be in front of you ministering the gospel, it took 36 years to get to this point. Because this was one of the dreams that we'll be able to teach television, that we'll be able to teach a congregation, that we'll be able to disciple people, that we will get to the point where we'll be able to speak almost daily into people's lives just like yours, helping people become everything God has called them to be. It took 36 years, but we wrote it down. We waited for it. Now, what have I been doing for the last 36 years? Wow, <laughs> been traveling the world, doing outreaches, rallies, making movies, writing books, even though we're still doing that. But this is something new. We've been waiting for I remember telling my son the last few years, Eric, when are we going to start Rally LA? When are we going to start Rally TV? When is it going to happen? He says, in time. We needed the right crew. We needed the finance. We needed the right cameras, the right lighting. We needed certain things. God supplied. I'm going to share this with you right now. Someone gave us $15,000 to do what we're doing right now. Somebody found out that we were going to, we were going to start Rally LA. They sent us $15,000 just a few weeks ago. When we started this, I think it was September 20th when we started Rally LA, they sent us $15,000. Man, we started buying gear, started renting buildings to film, and man, started bought a new pulpit. I mean, wow, we went to work. They read my vision. They read my dream. I had my dream laid out in a certain way that they could read it and run with it. People want to get involved with what God has called you to do, but do, are you involved in what God has called you to do? Have you taken God serious? Have you written every detail down? I'm talking to you today. You need to take your dreams seriously. And according to the scripture, it says, for still the vision awaits its, its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will remain to the end. I want to make a powerful statement here. You ready for this? Dreams never expire. Dreams from God never expire. Your age has nothing to do with your dreams. Now, some people have gotten off their dreams because 
They've been delayed because not fueling them, not taking them serious, not positioning yourself. Let's say you want to become, let's just say, a, a male actor. You're, you're a male and you want to become a male actor, uh, maybe uh, a lifeguard in a movie, and you still weigh 300 pounds. No, no, not saying that a lifeguard couldn't be 300 pounds, but they're looking for a lifeguard that weighs 160. And you have this dream and you're excited, but you're not positioning yourself for the dream. You need to make some adjustments as well. And you, we have to make natural adjustments so God can be able to cause those dreams to come to pass. See, I had to write the whole script out before Brother Copeland could read it. See, the dream was there. And the dream will, will be there forever, but are we positioning ourselves for that dream to come to pass? Let me finish this scripture. It says, it will not lie. God's dreams do not lie. When God speaks to us, it's never a lie. That's why I write it down. <clears throat> I'll say something in the natural here. You know, I'm believing God to win the whole world. Don't get me wrong. I'm winning, I'm, I'm, I'm believing God to to, to reach the massive, but there's also natural dreams. One of the dreams, I desire to have owned 100 motorcycles. Why? Because I want to. It's a dream of mine. Up to this point, God has blessed me with 25 motorcycles. So I'm on my way, but in order for me to... To, for God to keep blessing me, I keep blessing people, sowing into people, uh, uh, sowing my motorcycles into other people. I'm being a blessing. I'm feeding that thing. It's the same thing with the spirit man. Whatever dream you have, you have to feed it. Say amen if you can hear me. Uh, let me finish the scripture. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. Look at that portion. If it seems slow, wait for it. See, this is where a lot of people abandon ship. Ah, uh, forget this thing. It's taking too long. My wife will never come. My husband will never come. My business will never take off. You know, my, my two daughters have a, a fashion business called Alyssa Danette. They've been at it maybe for 10 years now. But you know what? I keep encouraging them. I mean, it has taken off. Some people have noticed it, but not to the point where we believe God wants to exalt it to. But I tell them, be patient. Even though it's taken slow, it will come to pass. Don't get discouraged because of time. It says, it will surely come. My, this scripture just gets better and better. It sh will surely come. Your dreams that God has given you, it will come. It will come. And I tell you, I have to stir myself up. I have to stir myself up. It will come. Then it goes on to say, it will not delay. Our dreams will not be denied and they will not be delayed. What God has spoken to us will come to pass. Man, I'm getting excited. But you got to wait for it. You got to write them down. You got to make it plain so people will get involved. Now, me and my wife, we do this on purpose. We like to listen to people talk. And when we listen to them, sometimes we jump on board with what they're doing. But sometimes we don't because it's just full of, can I say this, full of bull? 
<laughs> not sure if I could say that, but I just did. Some people's dreams are full of bull because they're really not from God. It's just themselves. You can see themselves in that dream. All they want is to promote themselves, promote self, promote self, promote self. It's not about promoting self. It's about promoting the plan of God, the dreams of God. So wait for it. It will come to pass. So I have a couple more questions. I'm going to finish. Can people see your dream in your life? Like, are you hanging around your dream uh, all the time where people can see it in you? Can people see what God's doing in you? Do you have you re rehearsed your dream? Do you remember your dream? Do people see that, man, that guy has ambition. That guy, I can see, man, God's going to open up doors for that young man, that young lady. Or do you think about your dream maybe once a year when you write your New Year's resolution? See, some people, that's how they are concerning their dreams. Another question. Every day that you live, does your lifestyle point towards your dream? Every day that you live, the lifestyle that you're living, does it point towards your dream? You should smell like your dream. You should look like your dream. And I want to finish with this last thought. God will pay for your dream. God will pay for it. Ask me how I know I'm standing before you today. God will pay for your dreams. Listen, I, I was telling my wife a little bit ago before we started rolling camera, I said, Nettie, I have so many thoughts here. She said, just take your time, take your time, take your time. God will pay for our dreams. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray that you will not cave in, but that you would stand. I want to pray for you today that, you're, that you would be stirred up about what God has been saying to you, what God has said to you in the past concerning your dream. I want to pray for you today that you would write it out, that you would make it plain upon tablets. If you don't have an iPad, go find yourself a piece of wood and just write it out. Find something to write your dream on. If you can, I want you to lift up a hand, two hands if you're driving, just one hand. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brothers and my sisters that are listening that you would stir them up concerning their dreams, that you would stir them up concerning what you have said to them. Father, I pray right now that you would give them words that will fuel their dreams. I come against every work of the enemy that will try to hinder them from becoming everything that you have called them to be. In Jesus' name. Listen. Believe that God has a plan for your life. God has a dream for your life. Listen, they're coming to pass. Next week, part three, it's getting better and better. God bless you, folks. We'll see you.